When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Call yourselves Title Town? Are you kidding me? That's fraud. Uh, it feels like a gray area. Spoiler alert, Canada. Cup's coming back to the U.S. of A. There's way too much negative stigma attached to strippers. I I hate you guys so much. <laughs> My dog just shit his ass. Hey, everybody, what is going on? It is Tuesday night. That means it is time for another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I am Mike with me. Always is Scott. Scott, how you feeling, man? It's been a week, and it's only Tuesday. <laughs> Dude, I'm it's been doing a- all right. Hanging, man. It's been a month is what it's been. Yeah, this, is, <laughs> this August has been rough, bro. The uh, dog days have hit hard. Good to see you, man. We missed you last week. You guys did great. Uh, shout out to you and Caesar and Mookie holding it down. That was a that was right, a except for game. my computer at the beginning completely messed. Well, that's what made it hilarious. Was of course God. you have technical issues right as you're about to go live, and then Caesar comes on. And he's just like, uh, "Hi, uh, it's it's, <laughs> it's one of my favorite intros." Uh, but it was a good show, man. You guys did awesome. Uh, we tried, but nobody can carry oh, water. Nobody can carry water. Yeah, Robert was first. Robert was harsh in, the, harsh in the chat last week. Like he was, he was throwing haymakers there too last week. He's already started tonight, but I was gonna say oof. the comment section was was getting crazy before we even went live tonight. So this should be an interesting one. Uh, Caesar is here. You heard him drop in a little uh, fu to Robert Taylor. Caesar, how you feeling, man? I ran point. It's like it's like comparing fucking Der- Derek Wade. Doing way to fucking Sebastian Telfair. It's not a great time. <laughs> I mean, I did. I had a great season. I had a, had a had a good game. I guess probably dropped like ten through like your, twelve assists. Your transitions into topics were probably my favorite part of the whole show. Like the way you seamlessly moved into the different topics. <laughs> so well done, fucking John Stockton, but with the vaccine. <laughs> yeah, bro. I, I try to I try to do my best. But I'm doing solid. Miami, the Atlanta rental cars and fucking plastic surgery. Oh, they came man. through and they cashed my bet. 
I'm just hoping for the rails that come through later tonight, and that's another twenty bucks in my pocket. So that's what another fucking three, four meals. Shit, that's that's a that's a whale of a play. And I'm guessing you're talking about Inner Miami, right? Not yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Miami. Fucking FC. FC. Mi- wait. Inter Miami Football Club. Yeah. The the team that hasn't lost since Messi joined. Uh, that team. The one who I was an idiot for saying they were going to be great and changed and so much better with Messi. Uh, but no. Yeah. That that team. That's the team that you're you're betting on because they just don't lose anymore. Yeah. In the League's Cup. <laughs> Uh, we'll see when the gauntlet of the major league soccer season comes into play and we'll see how it goes, bro. No, that might be one. I mean, I'm going to still hold on to my take because I'm rarely ever wrong, but the union are putting up one of the worst performances I've ever seen. And mind you, I just saw women's soccer. Not that the product is bad, but the national team fucking sucked <laughs> this past month. So considering how bad they sucked and then I'm watching the union suck, it's way worse dog shit but i mean hey fuck it it made me money so i'm eating for the next two weeks that's uh that's all that matters man uh i see mookie chiming in in the chat no mookie tonight uh mookie's got some some conflicts uh he's going to be unavailable on tuesdays for the foreseeable future uh so we're working on some stuff for uh for mookie to get out some additional content him and caesar are going to do some mookie and the dog stuff we miss you mook uh and we know how much y'all love him. We don't. We need you to get your weekly dose. You gotta get your Mookie dose in. It's your booster shot of Mookie is necessary to get through the week. Uh, despite not having Mookie, we do have a good show for you guys tonight. We got to talk about this blindside thing. This this story is absolutely bananas. Also, Scott. There's a conspiracy theory going on about your boy, and we might have to get into that because there's some some Shanahan shenanigans going on uh, that we're gonna have to talk about. Are they oh. are they onto us? Are they onto us with hiring all the black folks? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, shut it down! Shut it down! Shut it down! The, the feds are here. <laughs> we'll Not that white people exclusively. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. This is one that might make Shanahan look uh, uh, not in the best light if if this is true. Uh, also, true. I want to talk about James Harden just openly calling Daryl Morey a liar. In front of kids. Burning bridges. In front of the, kids. The kids are just trying to play ball and learn how to handle. And he's like, Daryl Morey's a liar. Bro, wrong crowd. No one gives a fuck if they even understand you first and foremost. He's in another country. Do you think the translator's going fucking... In Chinese, like, oh, hey, Daryl Morey's a liar. Do the kids yes, know who That's Darryl exactly is? what the translator is doing in China because Daryl Morey is like public enemy number one oh, over there. Oh, uh, that's they, right. They, yeah, they say, and it's like, more, more, please. Ah, fucking James Harden's a pander. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah, J- James Harden's trying over to here. favor. He's getting ready for his second career. It's uh, it's a great, it's a great story, and I love uh, when players do stuff like this to try to force trades. Also, I want to talk about swamp ass on the golf course and yeah, swamp the most ass random cotton eye Joe playing that's ever happened. Before we get to all that, though, let's talk about these beers that we are drinking tonight. Scott, you're done with the Lipton series. I'm bummed I that am. I missed the uh, the closeout last week. What is in your mug this week? What new series are you introducing? And would you bang your beer? <laughs> I feel like I needed to go back to my roots. It's been a while. It's been, you know, this show had gotten a little sloppy with our alcoholic selection <laughs> from non-alcoholic to malt beverages to whatever the hell we found available two minutes before the show started. I thought it was time to rein it back in. So when I saw 
Ellicottville Brewing Company's Blueberry Maple Pancake, seven percent blueberry maple syrup beer. It was an easy call. Oh, that's uh, awesome. out of Ellicottville Brewing Company in New York. I'm learning all about this tonight. Uh, I mean, this is an easy bag. Uh, hints of blueberry, nice little little hints of maple, and it's an ale, so it's got the you know smoother flavor. I know you, yeah. you. There's a lot of those haters out there who don't like stouts, so it's not as you know thick and heavy. But awesome. it, it, because, <laughs> well, I don't have that problem, but. Uh, because it, it isn't a stout, it goes down smoother. Pause. And <laughs> and uh, the the maple though, if you're a stout fan, the, because of the maple, it, it kind of it kind of can masquerade as one. So uh, yeah, easy bang, easy bang. That sounds amazing, dude. Uh, I'm I'm very very jealous. Caesar, what are you drinking, and would you bang it? Before I get to what I'm drinking, my hat today is a Lewis Hamilton. Mercedes hat, and you'd be like, "Oh, why fuck is he bringing that up?" Because I'm doing this in, sol- in solidarity with all the minorities out here. Mike, Michael Hamilton, Lewis Hamilton is the only man of color on the F1 grid. Shout out my boy, and we've been getting taken advantage of for the past 300 years. All of us together as a collective of minorities. So shout out Michael Orr, you get your money, bro. Anyways, I'm drinking for Mike. I'm drinking. A oh fuck it's wrong, a Heineken Silver. <laughs> we went golfing yesterday. It was, it was one of my best friends' birthdays yesterday, and he had Heineken Silvers in the ice chest. And well, there's like three in my fridge, but I am also drinking it in an Austin FC koozie sponsored by Heineken Silver. <laughs> All in on Heineken Silver, <laughs> bro. These bitches were free, so like the game gets announced, right? And it's like, oh, we're giving away koozies, and I'm like, oh fuck yeah. Hey, Wedo, my brother, we got to get there early as fuck. I want a free koozie. Rainstorm. Delayed till 10. Well, I show up and I'm pissed because I didn't get a fucking koozie out the door. So I go to the bar and I'm like, hey, can I have a beer, please? And they're like, oh, yeah, you want a koozie? And I was like, my eyes lit up. It was like Christmas morning. And I was like, fuck yeah, I do, bro. <laughs> Gives me like three koozies. Two tall boy koozies and this mini one, like little chody one. Is Heineken Silver a, a sponsor of MLS? Because when I went to the FCC game, they had like a little QR code that popped up and was like, scan this and you might win a Heineken Silver. And literally everybody just won a free Heineken Silver. So like they were just giving them away at the game. I wouldn't doubt it because they're giving they're giving them away to the Austin FC game too. <laughs> I got a bunch of free fucking beer. And you're going to tell, tell someone who's 23 who makes barely any money? Free beer, it could have been fucking piss named beer and I would have drank the shit. Brent pointing out, Brent from uh, 1420 Sports pointing out, isn't Heineken Silver the whitest beer ever? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> look, 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 it's European off rip, so it's like, a, it's like OG white. And it's then, a colonizer. Yeah, and then fucking silver. I mean, it's, it's solid. It's like, it's like the European Michelob. Those those Germans do know a thing or two about. I think it's Dutch. Being I think Heineken is Dutch, by the way. <laughs> uh, let me Google uh, this shit. No, not even right. Google. You, I can look at the back of the Google can. Google that Caesar. We'll check it. Well, in the, in the back Amsterdam, of the Holland, Bruden can Heineken Bruinge. Mm. Amsterdam, Holland. Product There's like Holland. no minorities in Holland, bro. It's like all blonde. You know, Virgil Van Dyke is a minority, and that's my center back. <laughs> I'll, I'll throw up the fist because oh he's a dog he's a great looking guy too. I was gonna positive. say I don't know his name. 
He's a great looking guy. He's got a great set of hair. Let's see what everybody else is drinking <laughs> in the comments here. Uh, <laughs> Google Virgil Van Dyke and tell me he's not at least an uh, eight and a half. You're crazy. Gabe is drinking a Pernie Hayes Hazy IPA from Wicked Weed Brewing, 6.9% ABV. He said he is banging. By the way, Gabe said he caught uh, a lot of strays last week and he didn't even tune in. So thanks, Caesar. So I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. That's the thing. I don't I either. Just, like, I just did, throw shots by, blindly. I do I mean, remember okay. you saying at one point that Gabe is normally your biggest hater. Oh, yeah. That's oh. my dog. Yeah, that's not a shot. That's that's like brotherly love. Like, yeah, he hates me. <laughs> I hate him too during football season, but that's still my dog. <laughs> uh, Matt Barr is drinking Red Sangria, Black Current, Berliner Weiss from Strange Ways Brewing here in Richmond, 4.75%. And an easy drinker for a Tuesday. That sounds very bangable. Sarah White is drinking, uh, she said it's another wine night. She's drinking Beach Haven Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh, I like a good cab. If I'm going wine, a good cab. Cab Cab Sav, baby. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) A to Z's Cab Sav is also pretty good. I usually get the Pinot Noir from A to Z. It's pretty good, too. I got to tell you, I'm I'm starting to turn. My wife has been drinking champagne, uh, and that's been kind of my go-to if I'm not drinking beer or bourbon or vodka sodas. Or something else, but they don't have like a champagne. It's pretty legit, man. It's not bad. Like, if I'm not drinking like one of 42 drinks, I'll grab me a champagne. Bro, the brunch mimosas. You got to be careful. You got to yeah, be dude, careful. Dude, dude, oh dude, that's, my god. That's the thing about champagne. You may not have it around here too often, but when I do, I gotta remember to not chug it because it's it, it's an easy drinker oh, dude, no, it, like, it catches up on you quick. quick i know i'm like this is delicious and the next thing i know i'm like the kids need to leave my room because it is too early and daddy's got a headache okay yeah <laughs> dude it'll get you wrecked that, my phone uh, that and that champagne headache it ain't no joke man it sure is not it's like the bubbles just sit there on your brain you're like fuck especially when you're almost 40 that shit hits real oh, hard bro yeah, it's no, it's no. It's an all weekend hangover. (laughs) It is. Uh, Robert is drinking Shipyard Brewing Smashed Pumpkin, a 9% ale with pumpkin, cinnamon, and burnt sugar. I join it in the basic bitchness every season for this one. Uh, Hell yeah. That's right. It is on. Mookie said he's watching this YouTube stream on mute. Really isn't that entertaining? (laughs) (laughs) I've never thought of us as just entertaining lookers. So. Way to nail that one, I guess, Mookie. <laughs> the few times uh, I've gotten hammered off champagne. When she was pregnant, champagne was the only thing she craved. Uh, that has to be terrible. Oh, well, I was glad rough. she didn't carve it because carving champagne sounds she, like it'd she be really hard. It. She ah. corrected herself. Uh, <laughs> and JB said, if you're a dude drinking the mimosas fuck? instead of Bloody Marys, you're getting a big old side eye. Listen, man. Nah, hey, bro, you're smoking bro, dig. Fine. I don't know dude. why. Dude, me and Cheryl went to this brunch place in Chicago, and they closed it up. We're so sad. But they had a mimosa, like, you, if you bought the mimosa, like, special bottle? thing that they had. No, well, they gave you the whole, yeah, they gave you the whole bottle. But then they gave you, like, five different juices. So oh, I was like, I was having mimosas with every different type of juice and just getting wrecked. I was like, this is the best. I'm not even a mimosa drinker, but a mimosa, mimosa with cranberry and orange juice? Why the fuck not? Like, hell yeah. Do you, oh, shit. so you did mixers to, like, do you mix the two different juices together? You can, you can do, dude, you can never do whatever you want because they give you the bottle of the champagne, they give you little flutes of the juice, and if you run out of juice, 
you, the, the, you just ask for more and they'll give it to you. So you can do whatever the hell you want. You just mix your own. It's great. My bed sheets will not be safe. <laughs> it be a long day. Uh, I am. I also was on that same Robert Taylor tip uh, because last week before I realized I wasn't going to be able to do the show, I had gone out and I was like, it's August, man. It's the beginning of August. So it's out. They're out now. I'm, I'm yeah. on the hunt. And sure enough, the first one I found was Mad Tree's Pumpkin. Uh, Hell yeah. Local pumpkin ale uh, from Mad Tree Brewing. It's fantastic. It's uh, what's the yo, yo, last Caesar last Sarah, Sarah. Oh, there you yeah, go. Chill out with all that. Chill out. I knew what he was laughing at because I saw him. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, would you have like, coming, on coming, in hot with, coming in hot with the Nougas. In Nougas, she went to a restaurant with a mimosa bar and said it's fucking solid. Juices, fruits, whatever. Oh yeah, man. My like, God. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, doing it at home yourself, it's like, I'll do it, you know, and like, sometimes wife likes to do it on Christmas morning or holiday or whatever. Like, I'll grab some. Yeah, you know, that's fine. But doing that bar was a life-changing experience with the different juices. Bro, like, I didn't know I could experience my mom's like that. See, that's why I think I'm, I'm okay with champagne because it, it's perfectly acceptable at 7 o'clock in the morning to pop a bottle of <laughs> yes. champagne, pour a little OJ in there, and just start going not- to town. I get horrible looks if it's seven o'clock in the morning and I pop a bottle of bourbon and like just go straight into the just a little two finger pour to start my day. Nothing wrong with that. What are you looking at? You just downed a bottle of champagne. I can't have a couple of fingers of bourbon before lunch. The only differentiator here is you put orange juice in yours to make it seem all fancy and shit. No, this is bullshit. I'm allowed to pound this bourbon. You, you should. Here's what you should do. You should really throw people off and just get the get the champagne flutes that everybody's drinking the mimosas out and just pour bourbon in. It's like, hey, is this is, does this change it? Like, is it because I'm drinking in the flute? Is it more acceptable? Just, just try to do different things to switch it up to where uh, figure out that happy place where bourbon <laughs> drinkers don't get dirty looks at seven o'clock in the morning. I mean, maybe you got to go so far as just a little, just a little tilt, just a little tilted juice. Just, all right, I'm gonna do that. Oh, is, that is that good? Is that okay? Is that okay? Oh, oh bourbon with a little OJ mixed in. Oh, whoa. Uh, that sounds absolutely awful. Uh, that Bloody looks. Mary bar is also great, very underrated. Yeah, JB and, and Matt Barr on the Bloody Mary tip. Listen, I just don't like tomato. May I ask? I know that's the thing. Like, I would love to enjoy a Bloody Mary, but I don't. I like don't know what a Bloody Mary is. is. Bloody Mary is like tomato juice and vodka, vodka. and like hot sauce, like Tabasco yeah. mixed in. And it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it, I don't, it's, I mean, I drink a Michelada, but yeah, it's, the vodka it's extra, very similar to that. It's extra hard heartburn to start off the day. Ugh. Like, I just don't need those problems. Like, I don't like the tomato juice. I love me some vodka, but it, it's just too aggressive at seven o'clock in the morning for me. Yeah, I agree. Although JB may have uh, have found my my heart here, saying my favorite place for brunch has the bottomless bo- uh, Bloody Marys with all sorts of crazy shit: pickles, Slim Jims, multiple hot sauces, onion rings, different boxes. Yeah, I would like to try like one of those drunk crazy. with appies. <laughs> yeah, like I would, I would love to try one of those crazy uh, Bloody Marys you see, where they do have all the shit, like <laughs> like have the glass and then a full ass meal sticking off of a stick out of it. I'm like, <laughs> right, yeah. that's. It's like your dinner with Bloody Mary on the side, but we got in a glass for presentation. I mean, I'm down. Like, I, I, I want to experience it. I don't even like Bloody Marys, but it just it looks real extravagant and goofy. 
Dude, Tank with the correct take here. Champagne becomes way cooler if you savor the cork off to open it. Uh, those people at the bars that just fucking and like the cork yeah. flies off. Oh, that is the coolest thing to experience. And then you're like, wait, I just paid how much for that bot? Goddamn, never mind. It wasn't that cool. Put it back on. Put it back on. You ever try to do stuff like that at home, thinking like, oh no, I could do this, and then you end up like a fucking idiot. <laughs> Yes. Oh, I look like yeah. a fucking idiot. Every yeah. well, we've only done it twice, yeah. right? But at the end of year slash Christmas party for my fantasy football league, since I'm commissioner, I give a speech, right? And I start the speech off by fucking trying to pop off the bottle of champagne. Half of my speech is me talking, but like this, trying to fucking get the cork <laughs> off. Then I finally get it off, and <laughs> it's a bitch. I hate. It. I do not look cool whatsoever. But I mean, it's for the love of the game. <laughs> I got to do it for the boys. I just, uh, I've, I've tried that like a couple of times and all I did, uh, like it, it was one of those tricks where like, you can like, uh, bang the, the, uh, cork against the table and it's supposed to pop it off. And I hit it against the table and just shattered the neck of the bottle and was like, well, my bad. That's, uh, I, I no tried good. doing something fancy with the cork one time and all it did was break the cork off and then have to sift all the cork back out of the champagne after it. I've done, I managed to do that with wine bottles too. Like, I'm like, I'm just going to just, just give me the hand drill or just let me just screw, screw the cork till it's off. Like, okay. Bad. Breaking. The Tui's respond to Michael Orr's claims. Oh, hold on. Let's just, let's transition into that. Hang on. Caesar. Perfect. Okay. Let's talk. Uh, we'll start this show off talking football. <laughs> So if you have missed the story that Caesar is about to update us on, uh, Michael Orr, who was the uh, the movie The Blind Side, was based around his life. He has filed something. It's not even like suing. He's like just filing some motion uh, against the Tuies, who is the family that he lived with, because he said that they indicated that if he signed up for this conservatorship, then that would be how he can be adopted by them knowing full well that they never planned on adopting him and basically just took him, uh, took over his finances and can make business decisions for him. They sold the rights for the blind side and to, uh, or says he has not seen a single dime from it. He said the four members of the family have all gotten residual payments and royalties, and he hasn't seen anything from the movie. So in, uh, in this filing that's come out, he's filing to break the conservatorship, uh, and then suing them for money uh, to to come back. God damn, Matt Barr. I wanted to break your stride there, man. Matt Barr coming in hot with two. He's tried that in a small town. <laughs> he got me. They tried it and they yeah. got it. Like it worked. Yeah. It, it worked yeah. in that small town. <laughs> yeah, they they knew what they were doing. They're like, hey, we live in a small town. We can get away with this. <laughs> but Caesar, now you are saying there's an update. The twoies have responded to. Michael Orr's uh, allegations from this brief ESPN notification. It states to his dispute or claims attorney says in statement that Michael Orr threatened to go public with his story. If the family did not pay or $15 million. All right. So this feels like, <laughs> oh, that's crazy. I'm getting there. Holy, let's get that. What is a fantastic line, Biscuit. Holy shit, man. That's that's Django well done. Unpaid. Wow. That's well done. Django Damn. unpaid. Um, that's awesome. I feel like 
this should be a pretty open and shut case, right? It's okay. Can you show that you adopted Michael Orr? No. Okay. Uh, can you show TV's, where you gave movie, him money? Yeah, movie studio. Where did the checks go? Okay. Uh, Tui family. Can you show where you paid him that money for the royalties? No. Seems pretty open and shut to me. Like this, is, this isn't like a lot of discovery involved well, in this case, right? Okay. My, my only thing is that he, he filed that injunction. Is it, did, did I see all this stuff was like coming out of Tennessee? Is that where they're, they're at? They now? live in Tennessee. Like, yeah. Okay. They always so have. that was the thing. Like it, it was all going to depend on where you filed this injunction, right? Cause you know, certain States are going <laughs> to lean certain ways. Like I'd have filed this injunction in California. I'd have been out of that picket line. Like, Hey, yo, <laughs> I, I I didn't get paid either, y'all. Like I feel your pain. These motherfuckers ripping me off. That's why I'm here in California, a progressive state, <laughs> trying to get my money. <laughs> like I mean, they filmed the movie here in Hollywood. I figured I should come here, right? Like I don't know about Tennessee. Like uh, yeah, that's that's a little dicey. I mean, I hope he gets it. I mean, because yes, it does sound like it's pretty clear cut, but. You know how these things go? They'll, they'll be like, well, you know, Blackie, you should have not done that. I guess that'll learn you. Like, they, uh, they'll find some way to screw them over, I feel like. I, I just, I well, don't no, know. That's, the thing. The like, that's, that's essentially what this is going to come down to is like, well, you signed the conservatorship after you were 18. It, like, it's going to be one of those where the judge is just like, you should have known what you were signing. Like, I, sorry, I man, you, you fucked this one up. There's nothing you could really do here. Uh, Sarah with the correct uh, take here on this response. <laughs> so the response is that yeah. he has to get paid money for his story. And they're like, that's fucking ridiculous. Now we're not doing that. And now they're upset that he brought it to light and told well, everybody I, what was going on. I think the, the, the part that upset me wasn't necessarily like I expected it. But the fact that they set up like their own kids, they're like, hey, we're going to fuck this young black man, but we're going to make sure that we, you know, hook our kids up too. like, I mean, no offense, but if I was going to pull that, if I was going to take advantage of somebody, it'd be like, all right, it's me and you. We're, we hatch this scheme. Ain't nobody benefiting from this shit but us. I mean, it might trickle down to the kids, but I'm not setting them up with this motherfucker's money. I, I earned that shit, right? Like. So that seems kind of sloppy, but you know, I guess the, that that was the part that I was like, that's where I draw the line of it being real dirty. Like as soon as if I'm like, oh, I'm like, man, fuck them, fuck them kids, like for real. Like I'd have less. I'd be like, I respect the hustle if it was just y'all two, but those those assholes just sat back and had a a golden parachute fall in their lap. Fuck, them. they had to. I, and I'll listen. I've never been more happy to have never seen a movie in my life because when all this oh, came yeah, out, I was like, thank yeah, God yeah. I never saw I that movie. See that movie just off principle. I'm like, I don't need to see another one of these stories about white people saving black folks. Like, yeah, we get it. Y'all adopt some and you think, oh, I'm not racist and I'm a good person. And it turns out, big shocker, they aren't. <laughs> it was all for you know to take advantage big shocker i just love this you're right though it is amazing that the parents are like you know what we gotta pay our kids for their likeness in this movie so <laughs> we'll pay them but not the kid who's i wonder if the kids i wonder if the kids like sniffed out what was going on and maybe maybe the kids extorted the parents now the respect flips then if the kids were like hey we see what's going on we'll fucking tell michael if you don't cut us in god damn it like we figured this shit out we we came together and we we're like yo mama 
and dad are trying to pull a scheme here, but I ain't heard no shit about you. You heard anything about getting paid? No. Well, we better go. We better go tell them. Y'all better cut us in or we go out your story. I'd have been out there screaming like, ah, they was trying to screw Mike. I wasn't going to let it happen, baby. I'd have been out there just arm around Mike like, yeah, wasn't me. It was my mom and dad. Fuck those. Would get them. Fuck those we loved Mike. We would never do that shit. Motherfuckers try to cut us out the check. <laughs> I've got very little scruples, so I mean, I, I can, I can see things from all sides here. Like, I mean, I, I, say, I, I, I love that you put yourself into every single person's shoes in this scenario and figured out a way to fuck over everybody else except for yourself. It's the most thing I have ever seen on this show of me. Like, listen, if I was Mike, I'd be like, fuck these white people. I'm, t- I'm getting my money. But if I was those white people, I'd be like, you know what? Fuck Mike. I'm about to make some money off of this piece. Of- and then if I was the kids, I'd be like, fuck mom and dad and fuck Mike. I'm getting mine. It is the most Scott thing that's ever happened on this show. Look, at the end of the day, get yours. Like, I'm going to get mine. So, you know, I mean, that, that's my advice for everybody, though. Like, get yours. <laughs> However you got to get it, get yours. Because ain't nobody helping you get yours. Everybody's looking out for themselves. So, you know, get yours when you can, man. I try not to screw other people over in the process, right? Like, try not to. Try to be a decent human being. But, you know, get yours. Tank said, if uh, if Mike breaks the conservatorship, will he go on to make <laughs> stripping IG posts like Dead Behind the Eyes, Britney Spears? I almost deleted Instagram a, for that shit. Or all of a sudden, get on Instagram nude or whatever the hell. Bro, like. I almost deleted the app. <laughs> I was disturbed. Oh, God. Dude, you can't, like, listen, I I understand you being disturbed, Caesar, but think about it from our perspective. Like, Scott and I grew up at a time where, like, Britney was, like, yeah, that I was, know, bro. That was she like, was hot dude, back then. She was one but... of my dude, she was one of my first crushes. And I mean, I had a thing for Britney, dude. I bought her, I bought her CD. Like, I had, I had her poster on my wall. Like, dude, I was all about some Britney Spears. It's crazy that, like, like the yeah, the story is really went south. <laughs> so, considering that you like have this nostalgia with Britney Spears, which okay, look, in my opinion, best part of Blindside is Sandra Bullock, not her acting, the way she looks in it, it's crazy. She looks bad as hell. Mm. It's like, it's like my, it's like my fantasy. Like, if I was in one of those adult movies, Sandra Bullock would walk. No, out no, no, no. <laughs> It'd be like, it'd be like, it'd be like, oh, like he's hungry. He can't eat. And then like Sandra Bullock with that like hairdo pops out. I'm going crazy, bro. I'm putting up like 75. <laughs> Anyways. um, Or would it be like Britney Spears, even though now she looks like a crackhead? Oh, dude. I don't dude. even know what just happened. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell if you want to bang Sandra Bullock or just any old chick who wears a random blonde ass wig. Like, dude, I love, dude, dude, I love milk. (laughs) I really do. I do. I do. I'm a big fan of milk. I really am. I'm lactose intolerant, but like the slang term for milk, yeah, massive fan, big fan. (laughs) At fucking at school, whenever one of them would ask me for notes and shit, she'd be like, "Oh, what are you doing after?" I'm gonna go do homework. Oh, what if we go study? 
Hey, bro. Yeah, you sure. To, you ain't got to tell your boy. I like to ski a slopes too. I love me some slopes. Like, come yeah, on, bro. Like, I, I get it, but I just. There's levels to it, and like Sandra Bullock. Yeah, no, bro, come on. Now we saw the Blind Side. She looked crazy in that one in that movie. I saw the clip. Like I kept seeing clips today, and I'm wait, like, wait, was I no, just like 14 I mean, like, Sandra and Bullock super fucking speed, horny? Baby. Hold on, let me Sandra check. Sandra Bullock in the Blind Side. I'm. I haven't good. seen that movie in forever. That Arson Caesar always tries to describe <laughs> his jokes and then explains them. <laughs> Dude, I don't even notice that the fucking. It's because I'm. I've kind of been like sober recently. I only really drink on Wednesdays. The silver's kind of like beating my ass. Yeah. Oh fuck! <laughs> on, yeah, on Tuesdays. Yeah, this silver's beating Caesar, my ass. This is ass. an intervention. I think you might have a problem. Yeah, I only drink on Wednesdays now, and I mean Tuesdays. Holy fuck again! <laughs> and yeah, dude, this shit. Hey. This silver's beating my ass. Hey, they, we told the. We, it's we already told done. The, we told the audience and the people in the chat that Mookie was off tonight, so I'm gonna need you to uh, <laughs> bring it back in, <laughs> Caesar. We need you. Like Mookie's off tonight, all right? All right, fellas. I, this comment bad, from right? Robert Taylor. He said Christina was better than nah, Britney day one. Nah, now this nah, nah. revisionist history. Revisionist this history, begs bro. the question. Oh my gosh, she's bad as shit. Uh, and listen, uh, Christina, history. that dirty video. <laughs> Dude, wow. but when they first came out, then get out of here. Uh, no uh, listen, Christina aged better, that's for sure. But listen, listen, but, I, all I'm saying is both of them had a special place in my heart. So let's do this. It's been a while. Sip, chug, drain, pour. Oh, snap. Who are we throwing We're going to go. Brittany, uh -oh, uh -oh. Christina, Shakira. Sip, oh, chug, bro. Drain, There's pour. not even a fucking question. Shakira, Shakira, Shakira. <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> one of them's worldwide. Yeah, that's. I think this is a pretty easy one. Yeah, so I'm fucking sipping. Like I was thinking, Shakira. you were gonna put somebody okay. more in the same okay. category let's, let's as Britney back, and let's Christina. Back Shakira. Like, okay, like, right, like, first came in. Milk in there. Britney, Christina, Mariah Carey. Sip, chug, drain, pour. Because Mariah was around that same time. No, uh, you yeah, know what? I got you. Ever Levine. Like, no, Ever Levine. No, he's white and American, dude. I mean, Dude. the only one that was singing at the same time that came out in that same exact time frame was Jessica Simpson. Like, if you like mm. trying to like, if you're trying to make it equal and contemporary, like, and uh, there like, you go, tank on it, yeah, and yeah. All see, that's yeah, yeah. That, before okay. I even saw that, yes, right, we'll there go, it is. We'll okay, go, so see, the we'll go chicken with the seed, okay. Jessica Simpson. <laughs> Caesar doesn't know that reference, man. No, he doesn't get that one. No, Jessica Simpson. Caesar might not know Jessica Simpson because no, she, I no, 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 no. I know yeah, Jessica I Simpson, she's, she's okay. and that's on the Wait, fucking oh. star. <laughs> All right, Jessica I Simpson. I hate that Simpson. bitch. Oh, that's right, Tony Romo. I forgot Simpson about that. Yeah. Jessica Simpson, uh, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. Uh, I'm boring. Fucking Jessica Simpson. I remember Thanksgiving. Terrible. She wore a pink jersey. None, no female members of the Nada family have worn a pink jersey since that fucking Thanksgiving. <laughs> The Jessica Simpson game will forever be ingrained in my life, and it wasn't a fun time. I ate my turkey all fucking pissed off. <laughs> so I'm I'm pouring Jessica Simpson every day of the fucking week. Ugh. I guess I'll sip Brittany. I mean, I'll sip uh, Christina, and I'll chug Brittany. Scott? Uh, I'm going to sip Brittany, chug Christina, and I, yeah, I mean... 
it's more i don't give a shit about the whole cowboys thing it's yeah i know but i do that that tv show it just got it i didn't even watch it but you couldn't avoid all of the references to how stupid she was and how stupid she showed to be it was just like what a dick flopper it was just like god even you're hot but mm, you're so dumb Like it was just too dumb for words. I just took that as like, especially now, now that what we know about reality TV shows, I'm like, this is all. Well, but it, it, like, even if she was like acting a little bit, like some of that, st- like some of that stuff on those reality. Who's the shows hottest dump real, you like, know, or like have seen on TV or ever? The and hottest, name, a, name a Kardashian, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but they were they were formed by like doctors, not by God. Oh, uh, I mean, <laughs> what? I, I I don't know. Like, I feel like all like super hot chicks are like on TV are mostly fake. Like, I I don't know. Like, and that's that enough, you don't get to know. question to just pull out like the the hottest dumb person. Yeah, uh, like because I don't know most. Like, unless people have exposed themselves to reality TV or some avenue like that, you don't get a sense of their intelligence usually. Like, I I don't know. Like Jessica right. Simpson, J- JB is sipping Christina, chugging Britney, drain pouring Shakira, and setting Mariah on fire. Drain pouring Shakira is a, the hottest take in that whole. Yeah, that having is, a stinker. Is, yeah, that is. You're a, having that is a howler, my guy. Last week, fire. This week, dog shit. Uh, Sarah started off with the sip, Britney, chug Christina, drain pour Jessica, but then she switched yeah, it. Uh, and she said, "Switch Britney and Christina." So she is sipping Christina. <laughs> you could have Brittany. left that last part out. No, don't give Robert any credit for shit. Like I didn't say Robert it. I just, I just pointed out that you switched. I didn't say but, that. Well, no, 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 no. I know you didn't. But I'm saying, if it's on the screen, Robert will see it, and he'll be like, "You didn't read that last part." Like you know, you know how he is. You know who's someone who's underrated that I just recently saw that's super crazy? Natalie Portman. Oh yeah, dude, Natalie Portman, dude. Like forever, dude. I saw Star kidding? Wars and then Thor, and I was like, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Great, like, I love that Caesar's just like catching up to like early two thousands us. This I is, know, <laughs> dude. Natalie Portman goes so crazy. Uh, Robert is sipping Christina, chugging Britney, pouring Jessica. Uh, Matt Barr is sipping Britney, chugging Christina, drain yeah. pouring Jessica. There you go, Scott. It seems like the consensus here is drain pouring Jessica. Yeah, as you should. Yes. Uh, <laughs> she ruined a holiday for my family and I. <laughs> Matt Barr said the tipping point for him was when she said buffalo wings. <laughs> what the fuck? No shot. No shot. No shot. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, it was like over the top stupid to where it's like, I don't really think she's acting yeah. all of this. Like I because of fucking buffaloing. <laughs> One buffaloes do not fly, and two, their legs are the size of my whole fucking body. <laughs> yeah, but their wings are really tiny. Their wings are really little up at the top of their backs. It's cool. Uh, Dude, I don't even think their balls are the size of a chicken so, wing. So uh, I guess we'll see how this whole blindside thing shakes out. It's gonna be fun to get to, messy. To follow this uh, to its conclusion. I have a feeling. I'm going to get hyped up and be like, he's going to go to trial. It's going to be fun. And it's just going to be a settlement. And it'll be over. Robert, Robert wants some shine over here. So I need you to fire up the grill, fire up the grill. Cause my man has one of the hottest takes of all time. Oh over here. shit. Okay. Hold on. Fire, hold fire on. Up the damn grill. I'm, I'm trying to find the grill. Stop. You're, good. You're good. Stop rushing me. Stop rushing me, Scott. Yeah. Yeah.
Sorry, I couldn't hear you. The music was too loud. No, I said after last week, I won't rush you. I realized how hard it is to find that shit on the fly. It's like, where the fuck is any of this? We got to sort it out a little bit better. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. yeah, it does need to be some organization. But, uh, yo, Robert Taylor says, give me Natalie and Brulia. And Brulia wow. over all of them, though. Like, what? Like, that's a take. That is a fucking Wait, is that the, the the chick who's saying I'm torn? Is that, yes. is that Natalie and Brooke? Yes. Yeah, and I, yeah, bro. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, yo. <laughs> Jamie said I'm torn. <laughs> <laughs> JB's earned it. JB's uh, earned yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. JB's back. Let's go ahead and fire that one up. <laughs> I, that's a that's a scorching hot fire thing, bro. Like, that that one Natalie insane. and Brulia can't even enter the chat on this one. I'm I wouldn't like, look. You could have given is. me. You could have given yeah. me an hour to try to come up with the the third person. Still wouldn't have landed on Natalie and Brulia. Like there's no way that was Brugilia. Brugilia. There's a G in there. Yeah, no, but it's Natalie and Brulia. Like that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> what the fuck dude yeah this uh, wow all right since we've got uh the the fun music going let's talk about this uh this kyle shanahan conspiracy theory scott so let's uh let's fire that music up here if we, if we can find it uh and if it's loud enough good lord man all right here's the conspiracy theory that's been floating around twitter scott uh, the theory is that Kyle Shanahan does not want Trey Lance as his quarterback. Oh, uh, yeah. bro. Like, hands down, does not want Did it you see the quote? And he knows oh, yeah. that if Trey Lance has a good preseason, people are going to be calling for him to start. And he doesn't even want to deal with that. So he is purposely calling plays that are opposite of their offensive strategy to make Trey Lance look bad. Uh, and the, the one tweet that I saw that pointed to this said that in their preseason game, Trey Lance had like 20 dropbacks uh, and seven handoffs. And meanwhile, uh, whoever came in afterward, I don't even know who it was that came in after, had seven dropbacks and nine handoffs, much more balanced offense or what Shanahan likes to run. So they're saying that Shanahan is purposely calling plays that are going to make Trey Lance look bad and make his performance look worse so that he doesn't have to deal with the calls to have him as the starter. What do you think about this conspiracy theory on your on your boy, Scott? The, the problem with this conspiracy theory, there's, there's a few layers to this. Trey Lance has gotten a raw deal. I talked about this with Matt Barr the other day, like him being the other resident 49ers fan. It's like, he's gotten a raw deal. Things have happened. Trey's not as good as anybody hoped. It is what it is at this point, right? Like it is he what it doesn't is. look good. You know, it's whatever. But you, you could also you could also say, like, I mean, if you're Shanahan, like these are the plays that everybody's saying he can't make, right? Like everybody's questioning if you make these plays. So preseason, right? You're trying to work on those plays. I, I mean, it makes sense, right? Like, why run the plays that you know Trey Lance can run in fucking preseason when you're trying to work the kinks out? Like, you're trying to see the things that you want to see. So, I, I mean, that's kind of a bullshit take to be like, oh, well, he's purposely calling this plays. At the same time, the Shanahan's also did the same thing <laughs> to fucking 
our boy RG3. So, <laughs> I'm not saying that he that he isn't trying to make Trey look bad, but I am saying that Kyle may have done it in the past, and that's all I'm gonna say about that. Another masterful, masterful performance from Scott. I can see all sides of this Kaiser. <laughs> I mean, because it's like it, when you when you started saying it, I, I wasn't sure what the thing was going to be. But as as you were going through it, I was just like, but damn, I mean, there was the, the it, it did, there was the rumors that because they didn't like the or because, you know, Shanahan didn't like the Trey pick or the RG3 pick back in the day that he ran a bunch of plays because he would have rather had his boy Kirk Cousins in there. So they fucked him up on purpose and like, <laughs> Well, if history is repeating itself, but <laughs> hey, yo, I just want to win the six Super Bowl. So what? You know, whatever, whatever happens, happens, right? Like whoever's quarterback, and I don't give a shit. Just win. Fuck it. JB saying it's morons taking the preseason seriously. Remember when the Lions went undefeated in the preseason? They never won another game that season. Yeah, I mean, not so much people taking the preseason seriously. It's that. To Scott's point, this has happened with Shanahan in the past, and there's Shanahan like doesn't want trade. Like it's clear he they're saying that like Brock Purdy could be a Hall of Fame quarterback. It's like, come on, man, Brock Purdy is going to be your Hall of Fame guy. I don't know about that. Yeah. That's yeah. a little that's bananas. But it's clearly hyping up the guy that he wants in there yes. rather than Trey Lance. So like, like it, I will give it, Kyle credit for this. He never really hides like he doesn't literally play things close to the vest when it comes to like who he prefers. And I don't mean just a quarterback. He if you're a Niners fan, you know, this is how he kind of operates with a lot of guys, like as far as getting into his doghouse and who he'll play and what he'll do to, to get to motivate guys like Kyle will play all the fucking games. And then when he talks to the media, it's just like, oh, yeah, but it couldn't be any more fucking obvious. Like it's. And it was pretty obvious that he wanted Brock Purdy by the end of last season, right? Like, yeah. it, you know, it was all working out anyway, and he was doing the things that everybody wished Trey would do. Uh, you Funny know, you say that. Well, so I'll, I'll get to that here in a second. But Matt Barr said that uh, it was Grant Cohn that had this take, and he said that's all you need to know about it. I don't know who Grant Cohn is, but oh, uh, he's one of the 49er beat writers, like. But he's notorious within the 49ers fandom for being like hot take guy. Like, oh, and okay. All like right. that guy, like in his father, he's a legacy because his father used to write. And so people think, Nepo you know, baby. Let's go. Yeah. I wish I was a Nepo baby. I know. Yeah. Right. Everybody shits on Nepo babies. I would love to be. It's a, a great game. Yeah. I was going to say, I wish you I don't do shit. You get to do all these drugs and risky decisions in high school and in college. And you still have a great job at the end of the day. Dude, Kirk Ferentz's son gets to run the offense at Iowa where kids are betting the under because they know their offense is dog. Bro, they don't do <laughs> shit. It's John, half. It's HB drive and HB 45 every single fucking play. And at the end of halftime, you wave to the fucking hospital and that's it. That's all you fucking do in Iowa. Fired. Nothing. There's nothing that, that's going to get rid of Kirk Ferentz's kid at Iowa. Uh, not even his players purposely betting the under because they know their offense is dog shit. They're gonna I have a question five for the points. 49er fans. Yo. So is the rumor that Kyle wanted Mac Jones like really that substantial? Like is is it oh, like a concrete no. thing? Because even if he drafts Mac, no, Brock no. Purdy still starts over Mac Jones. Uh, no, yeah. No, it, it, 
Kyle made the call. Like he wanted Trey. Like he was the one who forced it. But like, look, sometimes it happens. And like, I don't, I don't even think it's Trey's fault. Like, COVID, he got hurt. You know, then like he started to look good, and he got hurt again. Like, it, it is what it is. Like, some things, like some things, just can't be helped. And it's like I don't even necessarily think Trey's bad. He's still got time to be good, but the situation that he was put in, it just hasn't worked for a bunch of different reasons. Like it's nobody's fault. Like, and I mean, because Purdy exists, like nobody's bitter. But it just kind of is what it is. Jerry's uh, correctly pointing out that Trey has played less than 40 games since high school. He's raw as fresh caught tuna. He also said, give the man a damn Oscar, but as the team who beat them last season, Sam Darnold scares the hell out of me. If he excels in this offense, uh, Sam Darnold was the other one. That's Bro, they I, beat I, a fucking good. Mickey mouse version of the 49ers. All right. But here's the thing. This is the other story that came out about the Niners. Uh, it has been reported that had the Niners beat the Eagles, they were ready to sign Philip Rivers for the Super Bowl. They were going to bring in Philip Rivers for the Super Bowl. If they have well, I didn't hear that. Eagles. Damn, I missed that. What? Yeah. <laughs> what would you have done, Scott, as a, as a Niners fan? I just want to know the rationalization of like, okay, we just won the NFC Championship. We're going to the Super Bowl. We've got Brock Purdy. It's very thin on the sidelines. We have no other quarterback options. They just signed Philip Rivers. I mean, that seems like a really far out thing for like them to even say or like that seems like made up fan fiction. Like, I, because why would anybody in the organization be like, yeah, okay, so the immediate the immediate thought we had after our starting quarterback went down and we had to turn to Josh Johnson, who hadn't played football and looked horrendous, was. Hey, you know, if crazier shit happens and we pull this out, y'all want to sign fucking Philip Rivers? Like, what? Like that? Like, and, and after the game, when you lose, you're not sitting there like, hey, guys, if we had won that game, what would we have done? Would we have signed Philip Rivers? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, bro. Like, I can't believe telepathy. Like, we would have definitely signed Philip Rivers. Like, hey, we should probably leak that. Like, that sounds ridiculous, right? Like, what? One of the I mean, it, it would have been wild to fucking see, though. Like, I mean, this is from an ESPN did. article that said one of the plans involved bringing veteran signal caller Philip Rivers out of retirement to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Kyle Shanahan was quoted as saying, quote, he was prepared to. Now that stuff we talked about throughout the whole year, we would have had to have seen how that was for the Super Bowl. But that was the plan most of the year. So Shanahan was ready to bring in Rivers. <laughs> Yes, like <laughs> I wouldn't even. I honest to God, I wouldn't even know what to think. I'm like, Philip, did you bring your 92 kids? Are they in attendance to watch you play in the Super Bowl for the first time in your career after you've sat on the couch for the entire season? Like in two weeks, get to know this offense. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna go beat the fucking Chiefs, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I would have been able to watch that game with a straight face as a fan. Like, seriously, like, honestly, it'd be like, am I going to convince myself that this is going to be anything other than the bloodshed that the follow the previous week should have been like, come on, man. Like I'd have been sitting, I mean, as a fan, I'd have been like, man, I sure hope. But as a realist, I'd have been like, we ain't got no fucking shot. We'd be better with Brock Purdy on one arm that uh, on his arm that he can't throw with than fucking Philip Rivers off the couch. Come on. That's absurd. 
Philip Rivers would have done wonders for you in the Super Bowl, man. That would have been the craziest thing to me is Philip Rivers just like balls the fuck out. And how, how, how weird would that be? Like, how would you feel as a Chargers fan? Dude? Oh, so Watching Philip Rivers win a Super Bowl after sitting out an entire year and just showing up like, hey, y'all. Just won a fucking Super Bowl. Couldn't win any of the big games when I was in San Diego forever. All the talent in the world, but I came through in the most bizarre fucking scenarios of all time. Like it would be wild if he beat Patrick Mahomes and that Chiefs team in the fucking Super Bowl. I can't. I can barely say that without giggling. It sounds so ridiculous. Uh, it would have been amazing. Um, all right, one more NFL story. This is a real quick hitter. Uh, so they're speaking of the Chargers. Chargers rookie CJ Akoya got in the Chargers preseason game this uh, this week and recorded a sack, which really who gives a shit? Except this was the first time this man has played organized football in his entire life. He has never played a game of organized football until this week, and he got a sack. This blows the movie Rudy out of the water. Like this is way better story. Uh, What a way to set the bar low. (laughs) I mean, if you think about it, that's really the story of Rudy, right? He like, oh, he sticks through and then he gets a sack and it's a big deal. And they carry him off. This dude has never played organized football in his life and gets a sack in the first game in the fucking NFL. That's insane to me. Uh, So he came from a program that the NFL has where they're looking uh, at, like countries in Africa and trying to develop a pipeline. And uh, he, he was found by scouts. They were like, you got talent and determination. So fuck it. Come try out for the chargers and the chargers gave him a, a shot, put him in the game and he fucking gets a sack. That's insane to me. <laughs> I'm thinking about all those damn Wakanda and Zamunda jokes that I was going to make about them tapping into the African pipeline. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Race card. Where's he from? The NFL Black Plantation <laughs> continues. They're like, we've tapped out our resources here. What if we open up a program? What if we go to the motherland? They go to Africa where we send all those losing Super Bowl t-shirts. What if we start <laughs> finding players there? They're mining for diamonds in Sierra Leone. Maybe they can sack the quarterback. It's a good song. I'm going straight to hell. Diamonds in Sierra Leone by Frank Ocean is a great song. <laughs> Oh, the NFL. Oh, oh there he goes. Never, okay. never stop. Oh, God. They, they just love to do it. Uh, <laughs> Gabe also called out the race card. Matt Barr said as if Africa didn't have it hard enough, the NFL won. Yeah. <laughs> in the CTE pipeline. <laughs> like, we, 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 we got to find more of them for cheaper. And also... Oh. Also ones that don't oh, know. No. Also ones that don't know our rules and how dangerous this is to your lifestyle. Let's go to Africa. Oh no. Jarrah was probably leading the fucking charge. You know, Roger, I think that's a hell of an idea. I don't want to pay Zeke anyway. Let's do it. <laughs> 
Jared's like, wait, can we get him for free? We've done that once before. Is that cool? Who was free? Oh my god! <laughs> Mike, give it something! <laughs> Holy shit! Who was free? Oh. oh, my stomach is killing me. I was like, who was who, who oh. signed for free? But then, oh, but when the light, the light bulb went off. And Caesar said, oh, <laughs> oh no. It's like when I eat ice cream and it finally hits my stomach because yeah, I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> no, it's because no, I'm lactose intolerant. So my stomach gets all, and I'm like, oh, oh no. God, dude. Oh. Holy shit. Shut up the minorities. Yeah, yeah. Shout, Shout out to minorities. minorities. We put in a lot of hard work and got taken advantage of, but. It all, all it takes is a blind side, and we'll make our Michael, money back. I was gonna say Michael Orr stands with his African brothers. Oh, do they play for his flight at least, or like how do you get over here? Oh <laughs> shit! On a ship? The on NFL, a flight? The NFL probably like they were like ah yeah we'll we'll get you over here, but they probably took it over his first contract, Nigerian like his first paycheck. And like yeah, stuff. you're over here, but also you owe us for the flight across seas. <laughs> oh shit alright let's pull the ripcord on this conversation oh shit <laughs> Woo. because guys I don't know if you saw but the uh, the AP preseason top 25 came out this week uh, and that means it is time for another edition of the wise guys top 10. That's right. It's college football season. It's officially here. Uh, we did this last year throughout the, the year. This time I'm actually keeping track of week to week changes as well. Uh, so that we can see where people started and, and how they end up. Uh, so let's do wise guys. Top 10. What is, what is that? You guys might struggle with the heat played. God damn it. Who's been fucking with my board over here. What was that? Like I tried to, I tried the to heat poverty franchise. God damn it. None of these are playing now. There we go. We'll do it. We'll go this. This this will work. Fine. This will work. Here you go. This is the wise guys preseason top 10. Um, let's start off. Number 10, we got a tie. Uh, it is Notre Dame and Tennessee at plus 3,000 to win the national championship. Notre Dame and Tennessee tied at 10. Number nine, Caesar, your boys at Texas, Penn State. Oh, not the Kool-Aid. 100 odds. Number eight, Florida State. Big jump up from their uh, way too early. Wise guys top 10, plus 2,000. Number seven was the drop, fellas. Used to be five in the way too early predictions. Now they're down to number seven, Clemson at plus 1,800. Number six stayed the same with USC. Uh, their odds got a little bit worse at plus 1,600, but they hold that number six spot. Number five, a big jump up from number seven from the way too early top 10. LSU at plus 1,100. Brian Kelly and his Cajun accent at LSU. Him <laughs> and his family down there in Louisiana. They're, they're knocked on the door here. Should I live you done? Uh, and here we go, our top four uh, for the wise guys. Way too early, top ten. Number four is Michigan at plus eight hundred odds. Number three, Ohio State plus six 
They stayed at number three from the way too early, but their odds got a little bit better. Number two is Alabama at plus 600, and number one, Georgia at plus 215 to win the Natty. So there's your top four. Same as the top four from the way too early top ten, uh, but that's your official preseason ranking. Scott, anything out there uh, jump out to you? That those will probably be at, at minimum three of the final four in that picture. Like right now, I can confidently say on August 15th that three of those final four will be in the final four. Like that's I don't, gonna I don't think that's really possible, but let's go ahead and say, sure, we could do that. Oh, because- no, no, you, you know how it is, dude. You know how it is. You know how these things work. It'll be Michigan and Ohio State will be, you know, undefeated and play each other. And then there'll be the argument about which one should win. But the NCAA is going to take the money, so they'll f- get them both in there, and then they got to have their SEC members, so they'll, they'll they'll create a path like they always do for well, the, the no, teams I don't, that they want in there. I don't doubt that these teams are going to be the teams vying for the national championship when it's all said and done. I just don't know how three of the four make. No, it I know exactly when how when you're likely going to have like Bama and Georgia in the SEC championship game. Ohio State, Michigan play that they, last week oh, of the sure, year. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, so it's it's not going to because again, like because it, well, like you say that, but it's like one of those games they'll make the argument that well, these two teams are both so good you can't knock them out. So one way or the other, they'll both get in, and like the loser will take the lower seed. But I'm I'm telling you, three of those Alabama four, loses to Texas though. Three three of those four right there are are, are your your final four. <laughs> play, play, play the tape back in fucking December. <laughs> Mark it. Fifty nine minutes, fifty nine seconds in. Uh, JB said it cracks me up that Michigan can put up a hundred points in two games on OSU, bring back the whole offense, but some jack off picks OSU over them. LOL. This isn't some jack off, man. This is DraftKings. This it's is Vegas. Odd. Yeah, I was gonna say these are just odds. the odds. We we have fully been on board for several years that this is how all the rankings should be. It should just be Vegas because they know, man, they just, they just know. Uh, I missed Tank's comment a little bit earlier, but he said, Gabagool, it's NCAA. <laughs> I wish, I wish Mookie was here to give us his Mario voice. Oh God. Is bad, the wise guy. bad Italian guy. Oh man. I, yeah. Maybe whatever Mook records, we got to have him do his Italian impression again. God, it was awful. The best was when he tried to do a British impression and it still came out like Mario. Like my man just talks like Mario with whatever accent he's trying to do. But that's the thing though. Like it barely even sounded like Mario. Like he was like talking like himself, but like doing this half-ass version of it. It's like, it's, it's a me, Mario. Like it's like, <laughs> what the fuck was that? Punctuated the voice and then yeah. Yeah. that was his yeah. it's like all Italians don't do this. Like that's not what that's not what makes the sound of being Italian, dude. Gabe has a pretty hot take here, and then Tank's got a question for us. But Gabe says OSU loses to Notre Dame, and then Michigan loses to OSU. Uh it all depends on Kyle McCord. That's spicy though, dude. It Notre all depends Dame on Kyle McCord. State? If Kyle McCord 
sucks, then Ohio State's going to lose like three games. If Kyle McCord's decent, they'll lose one or two. Um, and then I can see fucking – it's just Michigan being Michigan and – they can be. They'll lose to fucking Roma High School by fucking three, but then they'll beat Ohio State by a thousand. <laughs> like I don't, like I, I don't get it. It but, uh, it's, it's very clear ah. that Ohio State doesn't uh, view the rivalry the same way that they did under like Urban Meyer and Jim Trestle. Like they when are, they were better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Dick kids go <laughs> suck a dick. <laughs> Just because you're not as great now at the quarterback position doesn't mean you can't just be like, oh, we don't care about it anymore. No, 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 no. I very much cared about the Red River shootout, even though that's, we, even when we fucking sucked. That's exactly it was still the most important Ohio game State, in the season. That's exactly how Ohio State fans operate, though. That's why people dislike them so much, because they I are they're very... Just assholes. No, they're just fucking phony. But because of the way they act, it ends up coming off assholeish. but they, they will swerve whatever way they need to. I mean, you know, some could say yeah, they, they, they're getting theirs. Like, uh, maybe I should respect it. But they, they definitely will change the narrative. They <laughs> will change the narrative. You of all people can't shit talk somebody. They'll change whatever narrative you need to fit it, you know. Tank wants to know Georgia back to back to back. Mm, or, or I'm not ready to make that repeat. call. We need to watch Carson Beck week one and two. If he's coming out on fire, they're going to yeah, do it Yeah, like that. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, I was like, I'm not ready to make that call. I'm ready to make the call on three of those four, but I, I don't know who I'd pick to win. But The only I, two I outside, that, well, Cap, there's like four outsiders I can see making it into the playoff, and that's UNC. Florida State, Notre Dame. If Texas runs the table, then they'll be in there. USC can make and it. And then USC. And those USC are the only four teams other than those four right there that can make the playoff. That's it. Um, yeah, I, you know what? I might agree with you on that one. I was going to say like, there might be a couple of them that, uh, Oh fuck. I'm stupid as shit. Sorry. Five Clemson. Nah, I don't think Clemson makes it out of the ACC. I think think Florida state beats them. Uh, yeah, I don't think, I don't think they have a shot this year. Uh, it bill has totally, it is his whole, like house of straw has crumbled. Like Bill does not have that cachet that he used to anymore. He he is like done. It's done. The, the, still, the recruiting is great. It doesn't matter, man. And matter. they have Garrett Riley running their offense now. You see what he did for fucking TCU of all teams. He should have kept his fucking mouth shut about NIL, dummy. No, what Bingo, he should have done is, is adapted. Karma, baby. <laughs> like, adapted. I, no, no, I know, but I mean, like. I didn't have a problem with Clemson or Dabo. I know how hated he is. But when he started saying that bullshit about, like, as soon as he started yapping about how, I don't think, I think this NIL deal is that, and he's over here doing, I'm like, nope, I'm out. Fuck, fuck any of these coaches who are trying to prevent the players from getting their money. Fuck that shit. So I'm out on him. And and if if you're a player, like, I would see that and be like, I'm not going to play for that fucking guy. Like, they don't have a big enough bag anyway. I'm not going to play for that fucking guy. Because, <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, that'd be all that matters. Like, Dabo, pony up more. Maybe we'll talk. <laughs> um, all right. Let me let me try to pull up this picture because uh, I, I do want to talk about uh, this, this incident that happened over the weekend. 
Um, while I do that though, Caesar, why don't you tell us, let's, let's shift gears real quick. Let's talk basketball quickly so that you can tell us about this James Harden, uh, Daryl. All right, Caesar hit us with, so James Harden is over in China and yeah, that says what? Daryl Morey is a liar and I will never play for an organization that is run by Daryl Morey. I repeat, Daryl Morey is a liar. <laughs> and I will never play for an organization run by Daryl Morey. If that's like verbatim what he said, I'm a god. It is. It's actually. Oh, I'm a god. I already told you what I thought I am. A god. To, to the uh, to the T where he said, I repeat. Like he made sure that message got across. Like he's going to put his fat suit on. He's going to gain weight. I think he already has, right? I was just going to say, hasn't he been doing that for the past? Four or five years? Anyway? Yeah, but then he loses it when he gets traded. I didn't think he, he gets... lost it when he went to Philadelphia. No, I no, thought yeah, he, he did. pretty out of no, shape no, no. in Philly. He, like, compared he becomes... to... I just I just think of James Harden and Oklahoma City days, and it's like he's way far away from that as far as weight goes. Like, he hasn't been that for a while. I just... Bro, you're at a fucking basketball clinic camp. These kids don't give a fuck about Daryl Morey. Shit. 98% of Americans don't give a shit about Daryl Morey. But it Why was waste their time? It was the fact that, look, all he's trying to do is make a mess of the situation and force their hand that they have to trade him. Like, that's what he's doing. He knows if he goes out and he's at this camp and he says that, it's going to get aggregated, it's going to go viral, and now there's this whole situation of, well, he said he's never going to play for a team that's associated with Daryl Morey. He's currently on a team that Daryl Morey is the GM. So what's going to happen? Like, what what are they going to do about this? They're going to have to trade him, right? Like, that's what he's forcing his way out. Imagine the Nets trade him for Ben Simmons. (laughs) <laughs> what the fuck does Joel Embiid do? Joel Embiid has already removed uh, all mention of the Sixers. And Let's the go, baby. Put in that trade you. request. Put on a green jersey. We're going to the finals, Papa. Well, you don't play in the playoffs, so you just play in the finals because you're not good in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> you could come off the bench for Al Horford. So how do you know he's good in the finals? He's never been there. We don't know. We'll see. But in the playoffs, <laughs> well, dog shit. Say, you're like, all right, well, we know you suck in the playoffs, but there's a chance you might not suck in the finals. So yeah, 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 yeah. We'll unleash you there. All right, I got yeah. you. I got you. I, yeah, well, I, I, can't, I can't be mad at that strategy. You'll come off the bench during the playoffs for Al Horford, the, the Joel Embiid stopper and the Giannis stopper. And then in the finals, we'll start Embiid to take on Joker. All right, well, and there you go. Caesar, 18th championship right Caesar, there. Uh, pulling the Daryl Morey because that's exactly who Morey would like to trade. <laughs> he would like to trade Embiid to is the Celtics. That, yeah. That's- yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll give him a bag of chips and some fucking Duncan or whatever the fuck Bostonians <laughs> like. I just like the team. Why- I don't know. I was gonna say, why would they want Duncan? There's a Duncan on every damn corner in Boston. They don't need, they don't need any more Duncan. That's what I'm saying. Brad Stevens, fucking young pop, with all the mind shit going on, is gonna trade him a fucking twelve pack of donuts, and then some Duncan and fucking Kristaps. No, not Kristaps. We need Kristaps. We need to stretch big. We'll trade him fucking the draft pick of some twelve year old right now. <laughs> and there you 12 go. Year old. Interesting transition. Oh, oh no, we're not going there yet, Scott. No, 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 no. It's, okay. it's okay, it's okay, good, because I'm not ready to leave basketball. 
I had a okay. basketball story that I wanted to bring to the table. <laughs> We're kicking it old school, so I brought my own. I brought my own story. Did y'all, okay. Did y'all hear about? Did y'all hear about Kentucky? No. What happened with Kentucky? Oh, oh no. Kentucky is the, the first, first yep. ever official Kobe mm. Bryant brand school. school. Nike Mamba. Yes, and um, they uh, also in, in with this announcement announcement came that Nike and Vanessa have created a shoe and have created this whole brand. And every year around this time for the next forever, they're going to release a new edition of Kobe's. I got this information from a buddy of mine who went to Kentucky, loves Kentucky. You know, it's near and dear to his heart. He sends me this thing. It's like, oh, it's, you know, it says they're going to be the first. And I didn't even open the article. I just said, I just responded to him and through text. Better be careful getting wearing those getting onto their flights to cross country. Like I wouldn't want to wear those shoes getting on any flights. Also, I was like, what do they call those? These Kobe? Like, you know, what do you call these Kobe's now? Like I gotta have a name. Right. So I'd go with the rapist ones. (laughs) that's <laughs> what i would go with if if, if i was going I to name <laughs> so so yeah there's a little basketball news for you like hashtag never forget <laughs> i never will and i will never let it die isn't that for 9-11 uh, but we're using it for this like People want to, you know, celebrate Kobe and do all that, but never forget. People don't forget. I love that Caesar <laughs> has crawled underneath his table in the 110 degree Texas heat to hide from Scott's joke <laughs> about the rapist ones. Yeah, like, I mean, if I'm a rival school, that's, that's the first thing I'm saying. I'm like, oh, I see y'all in them rapist ones. Y'all must be proud to wear it, rock them. Oh, shit. I got two quick stories uh, of lesser followed sports, and then we got to talk baseball uh, with that awkward transition from before. So real quick before we get to this baseball story, uh, let's talk golf real fast. Playing a game of whack fuck here. Whack. All right, so this past weekend, uh, Lucas Glover won his second tournament in a row, the St. Jude Classic. It's the first time since Vijay Singh that a PGA Tour player has won back-to-back weeks on the PGA Tour in his 40s. Nobody cares that Lucas Glover won his second tournament in a row and vaulted his way into the top five of the FedEx Cup uh, playoffs. Like He's got a chance to win the FedEx Cup playoffs now. Instead... All anybody is talking about is Lucas Glover's horrible, horrible swag. Oh, my brother in Christ. Damn, As someone who struggles with hyperhidrosis, you got to wear black or navy blue. Come on, bro. My man came out to win the biggest check of his career with this swamp ass going out. Claiming like it looks like a dick on his ass. No, bro. It looks like he shat his pants. Well, that too. But I mean, when you just look at the shape of the sweat, you see the shaft and the two balls. Like, I'm not the only one who sees that. God damn. (laughs) Shit. I'm sorry. I can't. I I didn't see this. But 
Scott Brent from 1420 said the rapist ones classic. Definitely can't call them Yes. Yes. I had to I had to interrupt the golf story for that one. I hear you. Yes, that, that is absolutely true. Back to the swamp ass. My Jesus, man. dude. That is, is I mean, I sweat a lot, man. What the fuck? Mookie said that bro shat his pants. Respect that move. He's the PGA's Miles Davis. The jazz artist? The jazz <laughs> player? What? If, if peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. I think that's the joke Mookie was going for there. Mm, Miles Davis? Doesn't he play the saxophone? <laughs> <laughs> does anyways so now he plays the trumpet i was gonna say he does not play the saxophone he plays the trumpet but go ahead (laughs) now that's an old person thing i know or to allow players to wear shorts uh because nobody wants to see this but here's the thing if you're in shorts that's not helping i was just gonna say it's the color shorts (laughs) yeah It's the color. You need to wear navy blue yes, and black. Yes. You might be a little bit hotter, but bro, as again, Dude, a hydrosis boy, yes, you need to wear blue as, or navy blue as or black. Somebody who sweats profusely for like no reason. My guy, that ain't it. Like, no. <laughs> you gotta you gotta know your limits. You gotta know why is no, his shirt man. clean though? Uh, That's so weird. Yeah, it, it, I don't understand. Is he why is his undershirt? Why is his grundle so hot? Because <laughs> like sometimes when I wear an undershirt and like my ass sweat is going too crazy or my back sweat's going too crazy, it'll like the sweat will go Yo, down the shirt and into my wearing, ass. Maybe like, he's wearing a onesie. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> like it's like that's why because it's like he's got his onesie over his underwear and it's it's, it's he needs better pants heat. too. Oh God, man! Bro, get at seven diamonds, Lululemon, Dude, like, moisture wicking. You're a golfer. I was you gonna say the these pants are clearly not moisture wicking. These yeah, are moisture you. soaking. He's sopped it up. Ooh. These he's wearing a terry cloth towel that is just Dude. absorbed everything. Dude is wearing the Jim Harbaugh twenty dollar Walmart khakis. No, dude, bag. Jim Harbaugh's are a step above these because this is so bad. I feel so bad for him because. He's never going to wear these pants again. He's going to feel insecure every time he wears khakis. His life is completely changed after that second win in a row. So he's well, he can afford some real pants now. So there's Uh, that. Yeah, he really can. After pay is a thing. Sezzle is a thing. Like, you can get yourself the fucking seven diamonds or the Lululemon pants. I promise you it's a worthy investment. And if not, you can get the dupes on Amazon. Great. I have a pair. Here's the thing. If I'm Lucas Glover and this goes viral and everybody's talking about this, I am with my manager right now being like, you need to get me a clothing sponsor immediately. Like, how do you not have somebody? You're a PGA Tour player and you don't have a clothing sponsor at this point, bro. You got to you gotta get on that. That's that's Who sponsors him, though? Uh, Is there really any, like, silly golf brands out there? Like, I don't see Lululemon or Seven Diamonds or fucking Grayson sponsoring him. Like, you need someone who's kind of, who, who, like, kind of, like, slides into the that can be like goofy on social media and shit i think this dude uh at least secured himself a sponsorship from dude wipes like that's the one thing like next week he's carp- be- no, with the, the all body deodorant the carp 
That's a great fucking ad. I'm trying to think of a brand. I'm pretty good with clothing brands, and I can't think of one. All right. Well, you think about that. Malbon. Talk... There you go. I want to talk uh, one more quick story. This one is from the world of tennis. <laughs> that sounds like me and my fucking toes go in. I I love that transition because I forget about it every time. I forget one more about time. it every time. Let's talk tennis. I think it was funny in the second time. It's so stupid. Oh, shit. Uh, so the Canadian Open was this past week or whatever. Anyways, there was a very tense match. It was like match point. Uh, and in the middle of the match, like in the middle of the volley, all of a sudden, Cotton Eye Joe started playing on the speakers inside of the stadium. So these girls are in the middle of like, uh, uh, and then you just hear, well, I've been to Cotton Eye Joe and like everybody stops. It was the most bizarre thing I have they ever They gasped. Seen. They're like, oh my God, no. Like this is putrid. <laughs> the announcer was so upset. He was just like, oh, that's Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> and <laughs> you hear it playing as they're trying. You know, some intern is like just trying to scramble to turn it off. He's freaking out. But Cotton Eye Joe, could there be a funnier song to interrupt a tennis match than Cotton Eye Joe? Because I feel like that's got to be up there. That's got to be one of the funniest songs to interrupt a tennis match. Scott, I see the wheels turning. You have a better <laughs> option to interrupt. None that don't make everybody uncomfortable because I just think it would be hilarious if like, you know, like fuck the police came on or some type of some type of hip hop song that dropped a lot of nougas. Um Slob on my knob. Yeah, like, um, like it's extra inappropriate. Like fuck. I get the kind of Joe thing, but the thing about it Two is Two Life Crew, anything by the I don't care. I'm gonna I'm just gonna throw this out there. Fuck Cotton Eye Joe. I hate that song. And I hate anybody who gets hyped over it. It's so whack. I've never liked that song either. Like anytime it comes on, I just I just put my head down. Half like, on a sack. An, it's an embarrassment, bro. Imagine just like in a rally then mafia. <laughs> hey, oh, right. <laughs> Like, yeah, like, or I mean, even just, just sitting there and just all of a sudden a T pain. Uh, I'm in love with a stripper. Like, whoa, shit. Like, <laughs> like, just that. Like, there's so many inappropriate ass songs, uh, mostly of the Nuga persuasion. Hey, we want some. Dun, dun. <laughs> you already know the fucking reports from ESPN would be organizers at WTA event do not take the women tennis players as seriously as men how could you ever would, could you ever picture two life crew being played at wimbledon like no bro shut the fuck up it was a mistake let the kid rock right cook sorry let the kid cook uh, i don't want to refer to kid rock tank also agreeing with you scott that the shit is corny dude in high school that we had the same dj that dj'd every single one of our dances from freshman year through prom uh senior year and every single dance he ended the dance by playing Cotton Eye Joe. So it is forever ingrained in my brain as like the worst thing. I can't stand the song, but it is hilarious to hear it in the middle of a volley of a tennis match. Uh, all right, let's, we're, we're running low on time, which is actually by design because this story is fucking crazy. So let's talk baseball, kind of. Here's the pitch. Oh, shit. 
do not claim this man is a Latin American or Hispanic American. I don't. He's not one of us. <laughs> I listen. This was a story that uh, Scott and I texted earlier of like, how do we talk about this story? Because it's a very big story, but also. <sighs> It is a story. Uh, so Wander Franco of the Tampa Bay Rays was held out of the lineup on Sunday. And everybody said it's just a normal day off, despite the fact that he had played like 40 straight games without a day off and randomly just had this day off come out of nowhere against the Guardians. Uh, and then social media started picking up on some things. And there were reports floating around social media that Wander Franco uh, was in a relationship with a 14 year old girl, he was getting his Pete Rose on and that she was threatening to expose the relationship if he didn't pay her uh, a certain amount of money. So uh, the theory was that the Rays got a, a wind of this and they held him out of the lineup and he was off that day. Uh, where the, where the story, listen, there's nothing funny about any of that. But what is funny is that the day that Franco was held out, the Rays had Wander Franco. They <laughs> can't even get it out. Dude, it, the irony, dude, it's dripping off of this, man. <laughs> they had Wander Franco junior hat giveaway to all fans 14 and under the day that this story came out. There's no fucking way. Yes, dude. Sunday was Kids under 14, Wander Franco snapback hat day. Like, you can't make that shit up, bro. You just, it is, just fucking it can't. Look, look. The look, only look, thing that would have made it more wild is if they were like, Carl Malone is going to throw out the first pitch. <laughs> oh, I have, oh, shit. Nah, Everybody's walk-up music is Michael Jackson today. Like, <laughs> Yeah, dude, like, oh, what the God, fuck? this is How do awful. You no, because Andy, they can mix in some Markels. Hey, oh, Kells could do No way. You're going to rotate Mike and Kells, like. <laughs> Look, this is... <laughs> I'm not laughing at the Franco situation. I'm laughing at how tone deaf the Rays were to clearly they got wind of this because they held him out of the lineup. You're not holding a guy out of the lineup when uh, it's... Like, I don't know, man. Yeah, no, no I'm a day. You never yeah. sit the guy on his bobblehead day. You never sit the guy on his giveaway day. So they clearly got wind of this and were like, you need to sit. And they still were like, the fuck are we going to do with these the snapback guys? Like, the only weird part is the rest of the details surrounding the story because I was sitting there reading a little bit about it earlier today and, and getting stuff that I'm like, I'm still learning things. But like, he won on Instagram or one of them live and, and sat there and was talking about like, you know, all people are trying to do say this and that and blah, blah, blah. He was in the Rays locker room and it was like an hour before game time. And I don't like, I don't know if the Rays knew about it or not only because they're, they swear up and down. It was a scheduled day off. And you got to think if they knew about it, they wouldn't have even let him out there. He left in the fifth inning of this game. He was sitting in the dugout and then left. Like, there's so many weird layers to this whole fucking thing. And it's so, like, sad and gross. But I now we got to let it play out. Like, I don't 
I don't even know, but it feels like it's gonna get worse before it gets better. There's they're already talking about there's more than the one, and it's just I was gonna say that that came out before the show uh, was that not only is MLB investigating, and now the Rays have said MLB is investigating this. Franco's been put on uh, the restricted list, like he's not gonna be playing. He's he's done. He's temporarily removed from all baseball activities until the investigation is completed. But now he's also being uh investigated back home and that's where the story of another minor has come forward and said she had a relationship with franco and it's not the same one so there's like now it's involved in like dude this is this is really really fun no way because i mean well i mean not many people know but the Major League Baseball just had the was it last year or the year before there was a Pirates pitcher not as popular not as famous a name as Wander Franco but he got busted for having you know child pornography and oh stuff my goodness. like like so to have this happen you know with minors and all this stuff like so close to it's just like oh man it's it's a nightmare but I. Like now, all we can do, like I said, is sit and watch the whole thing play out because you saw how things went with the Trevor Bauer situation. It took forever to resolve that shit, and we still don't even know what happened. And all we can assume is that whatever MLB found, they thought, hey, he's in the wrong. So I don't know what this means for Wander Franco's career, but it it sure as fuck don't look good. Well, the one thing that we can tell, and you it's funny you bring up Trevor Bauer, because that's what I was thinking too, was like Trevor Bauer, even before everything was litigated and went through all of the process, the owners basically came together and were like, none of us are signing him, right? Like, no, we're all good. Yeah. Like, none of us are going to yeah. sign him. So yeah. that's exactly what I feel like is going to happen here, regardless of what gets found out or down the road. Like, I feel like the, the dude is tainted at this point, and there is going to well, be- you can't. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, there's no way you could bring this dude in or do anything like, again, we don't know how it's all going to play out. So it might not matter. He might get suspended or be in jail or whatever the fuck. So it might not matter. But if somehow this whole thing plays out and then the Rays just release him or they move on or whatever, no organization can could invite that in man like so scott this is what i want to this is what i wanted to ask you from a from a baseball standpoint like baseball is known as being the sport with guaranteed contracts like these guys are guaranteed their money almost all of the time not not in every situation but let's say franco's got like a guaranteed deal because he is he does echelon signed an 11 year deal so yeah he he has an 11 year contract if you get released for something like this, does the team have any out to like not have to pay this? Or do you have to keep this man on the books knowing he's done some fucked up shit like this? Like that. Well, I think that, there's I, a, I think there's a morality clause. And I mean, if I'm not, mista- I, if I'm not mistaken, the, uh, the Dodgers were able to get out of paying like a lot of Bowers money, not all of it. Like there was negotiations, but like they, so they still had to pay him. And I think it was just one of those, like, you know, all right, fine. We negotiated on this money just to get you out of here, like just to go away and not be a part of our organization, a part of this, any of what we got going on. So I imagine no matter what happens with this whole scenario, and again, if it you know if it turns out to be what it kind of looks like it might be, that whatever the Rays do, they're going to try to not pay or get out of paying, like whether they got to negotiate it down or whatever, like 
there's something to protect him. But I mean, they're still going to have to pay uh, a lot of money for him to not play baseball for them one way or the other. Like, what a fucking crazy, uh, it's wild. Like in a season where this baseball season has been so fun to watch and the game is so much more entertaining now. It's so more, so much more intriguing for fans. Like even Mookie was talking about how it's fun to watch baseball because it's yeah. so much quicker and moves so much faster. And like the, it's wide open teams that you didn't expect to be good or good. And there's like young players that are fun to watch. And then this well, comes and just takes and like I, shit on the season. Yeah. And like I said, you know, you've had, stuff with less like lesser known players and it doesn't really affect but i mean this was like a guy that you know mlb props up he's the one of the faces of the rays franchises the ray the rays are good uh you know they're they're in the battle of their lives for to stay in the playoffs or if they're super hot. like all the things that you can possibly think of for this to like ruin like it's like a nightmare scenario for major league baseball and the Rays organization. Like I feel bad for the Rays, like, cause Randy's going to get us out of this. Well, I mean like, you account for a lot of things when you're GMing and, you know, putting together a team and all things, but like there's zero way to, to prepare or plan for something like this. And it's like, Oh shit. This is a pretty much shit hit the fan. Our cornerstone players, like, and they've lost pitchers for Tommy John, like, left and right this year. But now our cornerstone player has this happened. Like, I want to meet Tommy John. What a night! <laughs> what a night! I just want to meet the guy, Tommy John, not Wander Franco, Tommy John, and be like, oh, bro, shit. how fucked was your arm that they had to name a whole surgery after you? <laughs> like, tell me about it. Speaking, oh, oh this is a this is a terrible transition, but I got to do it for my dog. The Louis World Series is back. Yes, yeah, Mookie. So uh, get your you picks in chat. Get your picks in crowd. Whoever the fuck is Texas represents Southwest. Who is not, isn't, isn't having fun because you're the party's degenerate gambler. For the most six feet tall kids, that team's gonna fucking win it. They're gonna be a wagon. You were talking that whole time through that that uh that transition, but more importantly. This was after a week of great transition. This is your worst transition to go to Wander Franco to the Little League World Series. <laughs> not, not. No, wait, wait, wait. There's, there's a synonym there. There's a synonym there, and it's kids. <laughs> For better or worse. Well, I'm not. No, no, no. It's bad. It's very bad. Very bad. Back it up, there's Terry. Back, back it up, Terry. Back it up. And I, oh, my God. I love yes. that video so much. Put it in reverse, Terry. What are you doing? Put it in reverse. But I'm amending. I'm amending. I was gonna say Sarah just need her rap air horn. She deserves it for that one. (laughs) I'm putting. I'm I'm amending my my life (laughs) model. Hey, thank you, my guy. Thank you, thank you. (laughs) Anyways, that's crazy. Um, I'm amending my life model, which is consent. Always is the most important thing in life. Consent with the appropriate aged person <laughs> is now my model. God damn. Consent with legal adults is important. That's my life model now. I'm amending it. Just I don't want to make it I don't want there to be any loopholes or vague or, that people might come at me with. He 
He's like, I got, I got, I got to tighten this shit up, man. Yeah, I got to put a zip on that shit because uh, I don't know, man. I can't wait for for more fucked up stories to come out so that Caesar's life motto just continues to grow. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. It's consent with an adult. Uh, after so many, of the, like you're just gonna have this long consent spring. with the legal adult that is not drunk. <laughs> oh my god! Who speaks the same? And if you are gonna get language, no, no, you just gotta, you gotta, you, you got Google Translate. You can figure <laughs> that out. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for the first guy who's like, yeah, well, I mean, I didn't know what she was saying. I thought it's, I thought she meant yes. <laughs> but the thing but is, I use Google no. Translate. Nine, like you see, and yes and no is like red and blue. It's very opposite. Oh my god! Shit. All right, boys, let's talk about these beers that we were drinking tonight, oh, <laughs> and oh, uh, whether or not away. we bang them. Also, uh, awful transition. Scott, what was in your mug? Would uh, you have I, 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 I with it if it was over the age of eighteen? <laughs> <laughs> I drink yes. responsibly over the age of twenty-one. I I picked up Ellicottville Brewing Company's Blueberry Maple Pancake Ale, 7%. I would consensually, legally, only bang this beer if it was an adult. Which it is. And I would make sure that it was okay. But I would definitely do it. Once we, once we, signed, we signed off and checked all those boxes, up against the wall. <laughs> Caesar. <laughs> you drink it, and would you have consensual sex with it if it was uh, of legal age? I drink a Heineken Silver. It was great. It's a great golf beer. If you want to feel a little European out on the links, it's a great beer. Want to get some swamp ass going out on? The oh court. yeah, bro. As someone who gets swamp ass, fucking just sitting down watching a movie, I get it. Don't worry, bro. Mister Glover or Mister Glove, whatever your name is. Glover, Lucas Glover. Black, navy blue, blue. Dark ass green, your best friends, brother. But um, yeah, I smashed the beer legally, consensually over the age of fucking eighteen. I might even go nineteen, considering <laughs> the age gap. <laughs> yeah, nine, nine. You know what? Twenty. I was drinking Mad Trees Pumpkin. Uh, this seven point nine percent kind of caught up to me throughout the show, so I feel great. Uh, but. I would absolutely bang this one, uh, assuming that it said it was okay to bang and that it was at least 18 years old. Uh, <laughs> guys, this show got weird. This show oh, got real gosh, weird. With, without Mookie, this show got weird. That's wild. That is wild. Uh, Mookie, we did miss you, man. Uh, look for some Mookie and the dog coming up here soon because that's going to be damn fun to, to watch. Uh, and thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Uh, this has been a ton of fun. Be sure to follow us at Crafty Sports on X or Twitter or whatever it is, and Instagram. Uh, sub to the YouTube page. Also, join the Facebook group. All the people you hear commenting in the show, they're all in there. It's a lot of fun. There's a lot of funny jokes and good times that, that are happening in between the shows. Join that Facebook group. That's really the only reason to stay on Facebook. Uh, also, subscribe and review wherever you get your podcast. Or wherever you get them, uh, all of those that Caesar couldn't remember last week. Uh, it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, what the fuck is the green Wi Fi symbol? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? I think that's Podchaser, I'm pretty sure. Oh, uh, um, chasing shit. Google Podcasts, Stitcher, all of them. Uh, so go subscribe, interview, wherever you get your podcasts, because we're everywhere. 
Uh, also, shout out Belly Up Sports, BellyUpSports.com. Tons of great content there. Uh, also, go subscribe and review all of the podcasts on the Belly Up Sports Media Network. We will see you all next week. Cheers, everybody. If they were related to Donald, they would never have swamp ass like that if their last name was Glover. I'll tell you that much. One barking forever bark for my boy Mookie. Right now.